May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, good morning. I hope, I know for some of us, it's a challenge to get here on Sunday mornings, and for others of us, it's just routine in getting here. And what I'm going to ask you to do this morning is imagine with me something that is a little different that will throw you off of your normal Sunday morning routine, because what we talk about this morning in our gospel in Luke is supposed to take us to a deep place and on a journey. So I want to set us up with thinking about things in a little different way. As you were arriving here this morning, whenever you got here, just imagine that there were a number of those old, rusty, yellow dog buses. And they were here, and we were going to ask you to get on one of those to go on what I want to call this morning spiritual discipleship boot camp. And what we would do before we got on those buses, you would come in expecting to go into uh, one of the Sunday school classes, the rector's forum, or breakfast, or worship this afternoon. And instead of that, we would hand you some grubby fatigues and some army boots and ask you to change so you all looked alike. And then we would ask you to shave your heads, and I know that's a little easier for some of us than others. But we would ask you to, by the end, as you were getting on, ready to go on these buses to discipleship, but, uh, discipleship boot camp, that you would all look alike and you would all be preparing for a journey and a very tough journey into discipleship boot camp. I thought this was a great illustration to start thinking of it, just the, the preparation that you're not ready. It's a surprise. And then as you climb on the buses, all ready to go, you are met by your drill sergeant for the day, Jesus. And I have to say, I have to put a disclaimer on this illustration. No illustration is perfect. Jesus as a drill sergeant is putting Jesus in a box. And I have learned trying to do that is not a very good idea. But The words we have from Jesus right out of the gate, it's as if we are on a boot camp journey and we have a command, commands flying at us, do this, do that, do it this way, and a natural rebellion. It seems to grow up inside of us. So that's what I'm referring to as Jesus as our drill sergeant, because in context, what we have today is part two of the Sermon on the Plain in Luke chapter 6. Last week, Joe opened us up in his sermon with preaching on the blessings and the woes that Jesus talked about. And today, we are presented with what I'm calling discipleship boot camp in a very tough journey. So pack your bags, your head is shaved, your clothes and your boots are on and laced up, And here we go on the journey. Right in the opening that Joe read today, we hear that the command that Jesus is about to give on discipleship, and I want to add what discipleship is, becoming like Jesus in every way, in every aspect of your life. And you can see this is what boot camp is going to do, and it sounds so easy, yet we get in touch with how it is very hard and nearly impossible 
to actually complete. So you're on the bus and you're heading to your first 100-mile run. You may be in the best of shape or that run may be terrifying you as you hear it. But as you're sitting there, contemplating what is coming up next as the buses pull out onto Mandarin Road and take you to your next place, your drill sergeant, Jesus, says, this is the beginning of camp. This is what I want you to think about as you are challenged with becoming followers of me, becoming disciples, growing into my likeness, being just like me, your Lord and Savior. And right out of the gate, it's going to start getting hard. He says, I want you to picture the enemy, your adversary, somebody with whom either it happened yesterday or it could have happened 30, 40 years ago. Is there someone or some ones in your life which relationship has been broken because what they have done to you or what you had done to them in conflict, broken relationship happened? We're told to consider our enemies. And I want you, what is that when I say that word enemy, whose face pops up in your mind? Take a second. Who is your enemy? Hopefully not, but sometimes it happens. Someone that's in this room right now as we worship God together. A family member, a co-worker, someone you may not even know. Who is your enemy? When I purge you or ask you to think about that, you all have a face in your mind. And if you don't, praise God. But at some time over this life, you will. We will all experience what it is to have an enemy. And Jesus, our drill sergeant, brings us back in. You've got that face of your enemy on your mind. Now what I want you to do is love that enemy. Not love the people that it's easy to love, Love the people that you cannot stand. That if you saw them, you may be wringing their necks. That's the first challenge of discipleship boot camp we have laid before us this morning. We begin to think, I think I can do that. But you start feeling some of the heaviness. Love your enemies. Then those those buses, they pull up to a very hot very muggy, and a field, a field filled with thorns. That is what you are going to begin this 100-mile run as you are considering love your enemies and what that means and the real heaviness of it. And then we, continue, we get to running. you got 100 miles in front of you, and you start out strong. And all the power you can muster, you're about 10 miles in and things start to get tough. You start breathing heavy and start to be thinking, I wonder if I will actually finish. And this is where Jesus, our drill sergeant, brings in the heaviness of what it means to love our enemies. At first, it's do good to those that hate you. And at 10 miles into that run on discipleship boot camp, you probably think, well, I can do good. I can do good to those at least every once in a while that, that hate me, that, that when they look at me, they can't stand to see me. I can do good. That's something I can do. Then you're about 20 miles into that run, and the heaviness still sinks in as we hear, bless those that curse you. And a little rebellion begins to grow up in your heart as you think, I didn't learn all these cuss words not to use them at the perfect moments. 
but what we are called to bless those that with their mouths, with their tongues, gossip behind my back or to my face, tell me that I don't mean nothing to them and that we hate one another, enemies. We are told to, instead of return sin with sin, we are told to bless them as disciples of Christ, as part of the process of growing into our sanctification, disciples being made like him. It's beginning to get a little bit tough, and 20 miles in, we have probably lost some people on the run of discipleship boot camp with us, but it gets even harder as we hear, pray for those that abuse you. And we know the word abuse can mean something simple, not so hard to something as being molested or sexual abuse. And this tells us you can see how enemy naturally comes into that. And this, it makes note that you probably have broken the relationship or it has broken you, but pray for those that have abused you in whatever way that looks like. Here we are at mile 50, and maybe we have fallen on our face on the run of discipleship boot camp, and now it has become a crawl through the mud just to try to reach the finish line. And it begins to get even harder and more impossible as we hear, if someone hits your cheek, offer them the other one. Can you? That's where it really starts to derail for me. Because the natural reaction of the world, if someone walks up and gives me a slap in the face, they're probably going to get a slap right back. But what we're told today in discipleship boot camp is when that slap comes, something goes off in our head and says, oh, a time for spiritual growth. And you offer them, (laughs) you're supposed to offer them the other cheek. But we know being a disciple of Christ is unnatural. And growing into it, the love he has for us and shows us. And we become that over a long process of our faith journey. How hard it is to actually turn and offer that other cheek. And then it just keeps going. We're at mile number 70. If, we're keep, if we can keep going at all, it's a slow crawl. And we don't know if we will reach the end. We're told when someone in desperate need comes to you, and they're your enemy. We got to keep that in mind in this context. And they ask for you, wanting to take advantage of you, give. Give to them. We see it's winding up in a hard place. Here, if you have made it to mile 100, you're dirty, you're beaten down, and you wonder what in the world you have just come through. As you reach the end of all of that with going through discipleship boot camp today, you actually realize how impossible these commands. And we can't do it in our own power, and we are at a desperate place. We end up at the foot of Jesus' cross at the final station today of discipleship boot camp. And I like to call it BTG. We're going to bring the gospel. Because... If we made it to the end, somehow in what looked like our own power, we realized the impossibility of keeping these commands, that Jesus loving our enemy and everything that that looks like, how impossible it actually is. 
And we crawl up realizing our full and utter dependence on the gospel of Christ, on his life, his death, and his resurrection. And then we begin to see discipleship boot camp in a different way. That whole a little context for you on that turn the other cheek of someone's slaps, he was preparing those he lived with and us today in our different context of to be what to expect and how to be disciples. He was in the Gospel of John, he was informing those that, especially of the Jews, that if you walk in my way and believe my message that you were going to be kicked out of the synagogue. And part of the ceremony of being kicked out of the center of life that is the synagogue is the assistant of the high priest would come over and give you a slap. It wasn't meant to kill you. It was supposed to be a sign of utter disrespect, a slant against you, a little slap. You're out. You are thrown out. Jesus is saying, If you live into these commands that I give you to love your enemy, you're going to be thrown out and expect that slap on the face. And instead of retaliating, offer the other cheek. Jesus went through it in his life. And that whole part about give me your coat, if someone asks for your coat, give them your shirt as well so you are standing there naked. That also happened in the life of Jesus, as he was preparing those that would walk with him and leave the life they had before, as a Christian and follower of his, they would take their tunic. And instead of retaliating, love your enemies. Go one step further in love and offer them your shirt as well. Things Jesus actually did and was preparing those disciples that would walk with him and come after him for. This brings us to complete and utter dependence on Jesus' life, his death, and his resurrection. So this morning, that's why the whole illustration of boot camp came up. Let's not let this morning just be another come and go through the motions. As we gather in the name of Christ, we hear and consider the word and what it means to us this morning. And we will pray in earnest. We will confess And then we will meet God in the sacrament. Let it be discipleship formation. Realizing that it takes a dying of ourselves. Especially to do something as big and monumental as to forgive our enemies. To love our enemies. This is the call. The heavy call and journey of discipleship on us all. But it finishes us off today with the reward that we get from this pursuit of discipleship in boot camp. It says, throughout this process, you will become sons and daughters. You will become the children. You will be known as the children of God. And from that, as we step into discipleship, this is how the only way, relying on the power of the Holy Spirit and God's grace And God's mercy, this is the only way we find the power to actually love our neighbors, to make that happen. And when those that have never heard this message or that somehow they were turned off to church because they weren't shown this type of loving our enemies, when people 
find that you have been transformed from the inside out and you start acting in an unnatural way, loving when the world would be revenge, revenge, but you're loving your neighbors. When you find the power to do that in complete dependence upon Christ and those that come in contact with you, they experience it as well. And maybe a fruit of discipleship is planted in their lives. This is a message in the Sermon on the Plain that is supposed to challenge us, supposed to take us down to the deep, hard camp, boot camp, bringing us to the end where we feel like it's impossible, but we, we realize with Christ and the gospel, it is possible. That's the heavy call on us to grow. And it's not just enough to do what Christ did, but to become what Christ is, to die to self and be resurrected with him. A heavy call for us all, and may it be so for all of you as you continue on the journey of Discipleship Boot Camp. Amen.